comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko. Joining me as always is the dashing and debonair co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Hey, how's it going? Thank you. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's good. Not, not great weather out right now, but it's still not bad. It's you know? warming up. We're yeah. above freezing. Exactly. Two, three whole days in a row now. Yeah. I wish the weekend was going to be a little bit nicer, but still not. It's not. There's not snow on the grounds. No ice. So I'm not complaining. Yes. Let's count our blessings. And uh, yeah, no snow. Yeah. No snow. Makes me happy. Yes, same. Did you have a nice week, Mike? Uh, yeah. I mean, I nothing really crazy went on. Uh, my son actually spent the night at uh, his, his nana's house. Uh, last no, not last night, night before, and then spent the night there because he's he's on spring break right now. I was going to ask if a lot of schools are because I I drove by several uh, schools today and i didn't see any cars out at the normal i mean like three o'clock to be right. if it's a high school it should be packed with cars and if it's a grade school you should at least see all the faculty and staff but yeah a lot of a uh, lot of empty or near empty parking lots that are mic so i guess a lot of schools are taking a little break yep i think uh, yeah the last were i mean this ends his spring break but he mm-hmm. had you know spring break all you know, I guess this week considering, uh, but yeah, and then him and uh, his nephew went, uh, I think they went fishing and went there for, for a hike and stuff. So yeah, I think he had a good time. He said he didn't catch any fish. He said he caught a, a branch and uh, a lot of moss. He nice. said he thinks, yeah, he thinks he got all the moss out of the, the pond that, that they had. Well, that's good. It's a tough job. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. got to do it and he, it. he should be compensated for that because really that's, that's ecological balance. Yes. yes. Um, so three dollars for every pound of moss. Well, I'm 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 assuming they probably compensated him with like food and drinks and you know stuff that's like that. So yeah. That's okay. Everybody earns their uh, keep in different ways, Mike. Exactly. Yeah. Mike. So yeah. let's we like to start just about every show off, I think, with uh asking the question of what did we read? Mike, did you read anything this past week? Uh, I'm, st- I'm still working on uh, Kevin Smith's Green Arrow. Uh, still enjoying it. But one thing uh, with Kevin Smith is, man, there's a lot of dialogue. It's a wordy story. It is. Yeah. I, you know, and that's 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 fine. That's that's good. You know, but some comic, some graphic novels, comic books, you can blow through pretty quickly. Not Kevin Smith. You're going to be on page one for a while before yeah. you go to page two. And that's okay. Yes. To, everybody's got their own style. Exactly. We, of course, are our big Kevin Smith fans here on the show. Um, conversely, if I can say that, mm-hmm. I made a, a trip 
to Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, uh, this week, and I picked up a couple of books. I had two single issues in my poll folder, and I grabbed a trade paperback, which I'll show you here in a minute. Okay. Uh, I had the opposite effect of a Kevin Smith um, book is I picked up issue number seven of Murder, all right, uh, all right. the Keanu Reeves, uh, you know, helmed project from Boom Studios, Matt Kent, Ron Garney, Bill Crabtree. And I read it in about 10 minutes sitting in my van waiting for my next appointment. Okay. okay. So I like where the story is going uh, again in a, in as much of a spoiler free manner as possible. The organization that Berserker uh, is teamed up with. We learn a few episodes back that they're not quite as on the up and up as we would hope for a, a you know, a, organization that's trying to help him solve the mystery of like how do I die? I've been around for 10,000 years. Uh, I really like the take in this issue because he's talking with a different scientist or researcher and basically saying like dude, you have lived everywhere. Like maybe not every obviously you can't be more than one place at a time but you have inside of your brain is knowledge of lost civilizations and you yeah. know things like that, lost lost documents and and how how can we unlock that information? Because like you know, I know they say we only use roughly ten percent of the brain. You know, in three percent if you're me, uh, it's a lot of wasted potential uh, internally. But if this guy, if his, if this character's brain has been acting as a storage unit for, for data for 10,000 years, uh, it is got to be, you know, crammed to capacity. So I like that take on it because I think oftentimes when we hear of, you know, immortal beings, it's like, okay, well, they, they stayed in their own little niche in their own little Mm -hmm. safe haven for whatever reason they didn't venture out. So, so I like that they've taken a little twist on his immortality, uh, of saying like you have been around since man killed each other with sticks and stones, you know, like uh, uh, like spears that were were shaped rocks, you know, things like that. So there is a vast wealth of knowledge inside of you. Uh, you can help fill in some of these uh, not civilizational. I don't think that's a word, but some of these gaps in, in civilization yeah, yeah. for 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 different cultures uh, across time and and across mm-hmm. the globe. So I like that different take on it. Um, I also started reading issue number three of Batman the night. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not too terribly far into it. Not as far as I would uh, have hoped, but it is, you know, it's, we've, we've talked about this in the past. It's the gap years, right. Of, of Bruce Wayne. It's after his parents are gone, but before he's come back to Gotham, ready to, you know, become vengeance. Right. Um, as, as you know, because you saw a thing this week. So, um, so those are what I've uh, completed new. As I spoke to you before, I, you'll have to forgive me and stop me. If I discussed these last week, I don't recall. Um, but I read Deadpool kills Deadpool. I know you mentioned it. I don't know if you talked think- about it. I think last week I said that I was going to change my reading philosophy and I was going to try to knock out some of my shorter books. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is a, sh- a shorter book, you know, comparatively speaking to many of the other ones I have. Deadpool Kills Deadpool felt very familiar uh, because I'm pretty sure that I've read all or part of it before. Okay. Uh, okay. But now I know. Uh, again, this is the one was, we mentioned last week, autographed by the writer Colin Bunn. Um, yes. And in it, it's, it's Deadpool. It's a multiverse of Deadpools. Okay. Right. So you have not just Deadpool, not just uh, Dogpool, not just boy, you know, uh, Deadpool boy or whatever, you know. Uh, you have a, a variety. You have uh, Dead Panda. Okay. Dead, Dead Panda Pool. If you can, you know, how well you can see that, but that is a panda. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, you just have a variety of Deadpools. Um, and you have one Deadpool who, like, our main beloved Deadpool who's, you know, trying to stop all the other Deadpools. Uh, one evil Deadpool who's, like, Deadpool Prime or whatever who's trying to take over. So, all right, that that was fun. You know, get what you get from a Deadpool. Yeah. And I read Marvel Zombies Resurrection. Obviously, we know about Marvel Zombies uh, and and that story, and we saw portions of it last year in uh, uh, Disney Plus What If from Marvel Studios. Um, But this story starts out in deep space, as many zombie uh, stories start. And the zombie virus, whatever you want to call it, stayed alive not in galactus but galactus was a vessel for uh zombified beings um who brought that to earth and then you know went on to infect everyone so um again you know it it, the only way that i say is a bit of a letdown is because on on the cover it says a a bona fide scary and unnerving story (laughs) and i didn't really i didn't really feel any of that uh, that being said, it was it was different. It was unique. It was, you know, it is what it is. So you have, um, I don't want to get too far into it, but it is, you know, interesting seeing all of our beloved heroes as zombies. So I, I appreciate those um, twists. One- I think you know what's what, uh, what's funny. Uh, I was I was thinking I was like, did we talk about this on the podcast last time? But no, I think you messaged me. I think we had an email or message back and forth. Because I told you, I, I think that you're supposed to watch. You're supposed to read it in the dark right. under the flashlight. <laughs> yeah, and you I, read it by the fire. So yeah, fireplace was on, so yeah. it, it was good. Yeah. Um, also, at Twilight Comics, I, I do like to get those little golden books uh, for the boys. Uh, and and as my oldest is kind of aging out of them a little bit, uh, yeah. but I got a beloved uh, Disney Pixar short, and that is Jack Jack Attack. Okay, for the twins. Um, but I picked up volume two of a story that I read a couple of years ago, and, and that is Damned, also by Colin Bunn. That's that's more um, coincidence than you know seeking it out. Didn't you already have that one? I have Damned volume one. Oh, okay, and I verified that because you they can pull my profile of all the money that i've spent there okay and i said do i have damned volume two said well in 2017 you bought volume one i said i probably liked it let's no i did do you did you read damned yeah yeah okay so you remember and and for those uh folks not you know not who haven't read it but who are listening damned written by colin bunn and brian hurt with uh, bill crabtree again so similar um you know name that 
a lot of crossover here. Crabtree is another one of those names I mentioned for Berserker. Uh, but think of mobsters in the mafia, but they're demons. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of fun. So I, I, I did enjoy volume one. I just couldn't remember if I picked up volume two. And again, there, as you know, um, I have duplicated things out of forgetfulness. So yeah. um, didn't want to spend the money if I didn't have to, but I did want to continue reading Damned. So uh, that's what I'm going to do. All right. I said, go for it. And Mike, go. I think that uh, wraps me up. Okay. Uh, we have a pretty big list of topics here, but I kind of want to, and really good topics. I, I want to get two of them just out of the way right now because they're kind of sombering. Uh, two people passed away. I two. I only wrote down one, but you you know the second one. Uh, William Hart, who played uh, Thunderbolt Ross for uh, for Marvel, unfortunately passed away. And this one is not comic or superhero related. Not really, but uh, one Scott Hall, yeah, also passed away. So yeah, the bad guy. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, we we can spend just a couple minutes here on that. I yeah. no no offense to um, William Hurt. Thank you. Yeah, I'm a shit. <laughs> uh, but you know, I have more. There's a, a particular, not intimacy or closeness, but like you become familiarity. Yes, when, familiarity. Yes. When you see somebody on your, on your TV set every week, and I'm not talking about you know like going old school to like Bewitched or uh, you know Full House or uh, Boy Meets World, where you know it's like 20, mm-hmm. 20 episodes and and then right. they're off for a year, but fifty two weeks out of the year and not to say that they're on every week, but majority of 52 weeks, you know, you'll see some of these same faces on, on television. I was familiar with Scott Hall, obviously first when he was raised, uh, I'm not going to do the accent, but when he was Razor Ramon in the WWF, uh, the first uh, ladder match that he had, I believe it was a wrestle. Kevin Huntsberger would know. Um, it might've been it. One of the other, you know, tent pole events, Royal Rumble, maybe something like that with Shawn Michaels. Um, and, you know, he kind of a larger than life, oozing machismo type. Um, and then I was watching pretty regularly in 1996 when he walks through the crowd and and says those, you know, like, you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. And that started you know, one of the big shots across the bow for the Monday night wars um, and, and the beginnings of the new world order, Hulk Hogan, of course, turned to heel. Uh, so that's where most of my Scott Hall familiarity came from. And I know over the years he had struggled with um, drugs and alcohol or maybe not drugs. I know for sure alcohol, um, but by all accounts was uh, clean and sober for several years now had a, Went in for hip surgery and there were complications in that. He ended up having like, I think, blood clots that came loose. Anyway, had three little heart attacks um, about a week ago. I think it was Thursday or Friday. And, you know, succumbed to to that just a couple of days after. Uh, big loss for the wrestling world and wrestling fans. Um, he was 
you know, claimed to be very knowledgeable and, and helped, you know, very creative and helped get a lot of guys. Like he was the one who going back to like 96 um, told sting, you know, like gave him the, the crow idea, uh, you know, so there's probably a lot more that he was part of its creation, you know, or creative, you know, ideas that, that we don't know about, but big loss there. Um, I know he has at least one child, um, his son, who's getting into wrestling as well. I'm sure, you know, it, you know a lot of fr- friends and, and fans throughout the world. So um, he'll be missed. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of the same with you. I have a familiar, familiarity. That's not, I didn't say that correct, but oh well. It's close enough. You guys know what I mean. Uh, with him, it's simply because I, I think you might have actually started watching wrestling a little bit before me because when I started watching was he was already in WCW around that time. But I, I got to know through there. Um, and then uh, watching the, uh, there's a documentary it's actually, I think it's called resurrecting Jake the snake or something yep. like that, mm-hmm. but he's in it, you know, and then, and this is just, I don't know, odd timing or whatever, but this is before I, before the, the heart attacks and all that. So if on Peacock um, and maybe it's on the WWE network too, but on Peacock, they have all the WWE documentaries, you know, on there. Um, and I, I'm not a huge, I don't watch much wrestling at all but I like watching those documentaries because mm-hmm. they have really good ones. Like they have ones for like, you know, triple H and you know, make full whatever. And I, I, I've been watching some of those and I just happened to choose the Scott Hall one out that I was watching. And I was seriously, I was like, maybe, I don't know, 20 minutes into it or whatever, you know, stop watching, do whatever. And then come to find, I, I go on Twitter and they're talking about how he's uh, on life support or whatever. I'm like, oh, so I mean, I, and I was going to finish the documentary anyway, <laughs> but I, I finished it. And it's a, it's a, if you haven't seen it already, it's, it's a really, really good documentary talking about his struggles with, with alcohol and with other drugs and, you know, what he had to go through and how he overcame them. They talk a little bit about, uh, um, well, they mentioned the, you know, DDP helping him out and stuff like that, you know. So it, it I mean, obviously it's sad that he, he passed away. I think he was only 60 something. I mean, young, but, as it yeah. is in that industry, it's you know he, he's probably considered old by wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So I don't know. I was just going to say, it's, you know, sad that he passed away, but it's good that he was he was as far as I know he was he was sober. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He was back out uh, as I say, making shots and and you know mm-hmm. I, I think it what sucked for him the last couple of years is because of COVID there weren't as, as many you know cons and. Yeah. conventions and, and events for him to go out and you know see people and and uh, he was supposed to be in cape gerardo at a cape wrestling event uh, i believe earlier this year okay i think it was supposed to be the outsiders um he and kevin nash and they had it they had to cancel or you know whatever what I, I i think okay i believe that was and then kevin Nash. so it's just, you know, it's exceptionally unfortunate, um, and that's putting it mildly. Obviously, we're very much on the outside, and, you know, you, you feel for the family and, and yeah. uh, the the kid and perhaps, you know, the grandkids. He never got a chance to meet if that's the case. So, yeah. And, and I was going to say, uh, that was the other thing I was thinking of, too, is, uh, like you said, we're on the outside. 
But I, you know, I read all these Twitters from like Kevin Nash and Sean Waltman, where it's like, I know, like, just because of the documentaries and stuff, you know, I know they, they were a tight group and they've right. been together and stuff. So yeah, you feel for them. And of course, absolutely for his family. All right. Moving on from that. We got to have, we have positive now. Uh, well, uh, kind of a quick one. Um, um, Umbrella Academy season two is going to be on Netflix June twenty second. It's true. It will be season three. Umbrella Academy season three. Yeah, they've had two seasons of Umbrella Academy. Yeah, already. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. In fact, I, without sound, I'm, I've got the promo playing right here on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Nerds United Show. And about 15 seconds in, it says the Umbrella Academy. It says, like, the Sparrows have landed. And it says the Umbrella Academy uh, 3, June how come, I don't rem- how come I don't remember season two then? Season two is when they went, kind of got split up and they went back in time. Oh, that's in, right. In various, that's right. Uh, uh, like, all in the same town, but different like a, you okay. know, a couple of years apart here and there. So now I remember, okay, well, season three is even better because right? I, when, when you text me season two, I'm like, no, I'm just going to let that one sit. Okay. <laughs> yep. I mean, and, and I, luckily I had, I had it right on the Twitter Can, or at least when I shared it, it, it is. I no, never mind. I don't want to put my toe into those waters. Let's move on. Okay. All right. So, I mean, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Same. Um, before we go too much further, this piggyback off of something we talked about last week. Um, and last week we got a poster for season three. Also, also season three also of season the three. boys, which comes out uh, uh, June 3rd instead of June 22nd. So they're ahead of um, yes. Now grant because the, of prime video and the way they release things, you'll get all of umbrella Academy first. Yes. But you'll get the boys sooner. So anyway, uh, so last week, right before we started recording, uh, we got the poster. And then like a day later, we got the trailer. So we didn't get a chance to talk about the trailer for the boys. I figured it'd be a nice time to circle back and, and touch on that real quick since it was on our to-do list anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, well, a couple of things we learned from the uh, the trailer is that apparently they're going to start taking, I think it's co- Compound V. Yes, because uh, the the people that did I forgot is his name Butch. No, is it Butch? No, Billy the Butcher. Billy the Butcher. Uh, he now has superpowers. It seems, or he's working on getting them. He's got some eye flashy laser he, beams. Heat vision. Yep. Yeah, that too. Yeah, and then uh, the other kid. Uh, I'll get you one second. The other kid. <laughs> they they break his arm. Huey. Huey. And I and I, th- I think they're because they're just casually doing it. So I, I think it's doing it to like he, maybe he also took compound B Perhaps. and trying to see it if maybe he had, you know he can heal himself or something. But also I so I, we uh, by the way I you know Greg knows this I just rewatched uh, the trailer right before we started recording. And one one thing I didn't pick up on before was uh, there's a very odd quick scene of the deep. Um, being with a woman, but staring <laughs> lovingly at an octopus that, that is on the wall, like a was, tiny octopus. As I was rewatching that here just before we started rolling sound, it immediately made me think of Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I was, I got a big kick out of that, and I'm glad that you mentioned it because if you didn't, I was going to. Um, 
Yeah. I, I, the, the question I was going to have when I had my hand raised, I don't want to bring mm-hmm. it up anymore. It's silly. Okay. Let's move. Okay. Um, so in the world of the boys, uh, mm-hmm. this morning with my boys, my younger ones who don't understand anything, not that my six year old understands much some days, uh, <laughs> I turned on uh, Amazon Prime, the boys diabolical. It is not what I expected, which is fine because. I didn't know what to expect. So I had zero expectations going in. Um, What it is. So the first one I think is called like uh, super baby uh, out and about or on on the town or something like that. It's, it it has a Looney Tunes, like an old school Looney Tunes style. Some of those visual gags, things like that. And, but none of these are, are linked. I was expecting then that all of them would be like this. So the first one it's, you know, it's a baby with the, the laser eye heat vision stuff gets out. You know, the scientist is this baby struggle to hit the target. You know, they're they're testing the baby's powers and okay. struggle to hit the target. Um, so they're like, I don't know if this baby's going to be uh, I don't know what we're going to be able to do with this baby. But the scientist loves the little baby and wants to adopt her because it's it's the Vought adoption program. You, you can okay. you can make your family super. Uh, yeah. So anyway, through a, a hilarious hijinks, uh, this little baby with the heat power, heat, heat vision, um, gets out and goes on the town. Similar to like the old, you know, uh, classic cartoons, you know, yeah. you know would uh, of babies in peril and construction zones, things like that. Except this baby, yeah. like, you know, will blast a hole in you with her heat vision. Um, so I was, you know, there are a couple of times I actually chuckled, but the second episode that I watched is like, you know, in, in the boys, you get all of the, uh, you know, you, you get the seven. So you get the, like the good powers, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they show like a, a, a home for teens and, and young adults who were also given the Vought serum as babies. Uh, by and they they establish it very much by by their parents, you know, like the parents asked for this, but right. then they came back with unexpected powers that the parents are like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't get you can keep the baby. Huh? Like one uh, was called Boobs Face, okay, <laughs> which is literally looks like a pair of boobs covering on their face. Okay. On their face. Uh, there's like a ghost girl. She can't touch anything and she can't eat anything. But she's hungry, like you know, because she's supposed to be. But she's right. a ghost. Uh, there, there's the human tongue, which is just a human, like a full body, like full size right. tongue. They're like all muscle, no bones, which is kind of flops. There's okay. a giant, and there's uh, ridiculous powers that like the parents are like can't do anything with this. You can keep them. Uh, so the uh, they're all sitting there. I, I don't care if this is a spoiler. It's been out and. You know, it is what it is, but they're sitting there watching the news and they say, you know, the talking about the Vought serum and, and things mm-hmm. like that. They say, wait, you mean that our parents asked for this? And then we, when we weren't good enough, they just dumped us here. So then they go on like a killing spree and go find all their parents. So, all right. Excellent. Um, How long are these? Uh, like seven, seven and a half minutes. I mean, they're all pretty. Oh, digestible. Okay. Um, okay, cool. The, you know, that one might've been a couple minutes. So it, it probably does vary. I, don't think I've started this third one yet, but okay. yeah, I mean, I spent probably 15, 20 minutes watching these couple little cartoons this morning. Um, 
so yeah, it's 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 out there. It is just as um, graphic as mm-hmm. the show. They don't they don't spare. It's a cheaper blood to to make because it's completely two D yeah. animation, but it's uh it's still there. So yes, yep. You and you and your boys watching cartoons together. That's, That's wholesome. right. Yeah, you know? wholesome, wholesome, <laughs> feeding them their bottle and watching right. holes getting blasted into security. Yeah. Do you, have you have twins. Do you feed them both at the same time? I have. Do you, want, do, so do, you do like uh, do you have like a system set up? I, I when they were slightly less mobile, uh-huh. I would sit on the floor. Okay. And I put baby on the, the this side of yeah. me, baby on the other side of me, having them kind of like tilted to face outwards, right. pop the bottles in. And then, and that'd yeah. be it. But now they're a little bit more mobile. It's a little tough to get them both at one time. So. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Not that I haven't tried, Mike. <laughs> oh, I believe it. I believe it. So, all right. Uh, let's see here. We talk about that. Um, oh, and this one. Uh, no, we're not. Talking. Okay. You know, talk about this trailer. Because uh, I want to end with what, what what we can spoil now since I finally saw it. That doesn't mean uh, we can spoil it, Mike. There are a lot of people yeah. who haven't seen it yet. Sucks to be them, I guess. It doesn't. Uh, Sonic 2. Yeah. So, I and I, I found this, you know, a couple of days ago. And so, I, I shared it up there. Do you remember that first look we had at Sonic the summer of 2018, I believe? The very first Sonic? Yeah, yeah. Very, which got came back with negative right. reviews or whatnot. I still contend that they manufactured negative press um, by putting out a design. Cause like, Hey, no publicity is bad publicity. And if, if we have this other design that we know is going to be a hit, let's show the bad one first. That way it makes it look like we're listening to the audience. That's my theory. Um, you know, they, but when that first, I'm like, Oh, Sonic, no, thanks. And then we got more you know, like the, the quote unquote changed version of, of Sonic. And they're like, oh, okay, it looks pretty good. And I took the family to watch it a couple of years ago. It was actually the first night we uh, ever ate at Benny's Pizza Pub in downtown Belleville. Yes. And uh, we really enjoyed it. You know, Garrett was uh, in that Sonic phase. Uh, so, you know, and, and I they had just enough. You know, like while well, he he's watched plenty of Sonic cartoons, um, but it had just enough like Easter eggs and things like that, like the end of it where they show Tails and Knuckles. Spoiler, um, you know, all these references that I picked up on. But he's like, oh yeah, cool. But we got the first trailer a while back for Sonic Two that showed Knuckles, that showed Tails, and then we got this yes. new trailer, um, and it looks really good. <laughs> You know, they I did you see the poster where they were like uh, um the the poster for the movie is um an homage to the cover for Sonic 2 uh, uh, yes, video game. Yeah. So I mean like they're doing it right. Mm-hmm. And you have to give them credit for that. Yeah. You know, I, I still haven't did I, I don't remember I ever watched the first Sonic, but I heard good things about it. I'm not gonna go to the movie theater to to watch this Sonic. Uh, Sonic 2, but it, whenever it comes on streaming or whatever, I'll watch it. Mike. I would not fault you, Greg, for going to see it if you if you're a little boy, if you're older older one uh, wants to you know watch it and stuff. I wouldn't fault you for that. 
I can't believe you're, you're not going to. We should do fathers and sons. My son has no interest in seeing Sonic 2. Did he have an uh, interest right in now. seeing Sonic 1? No. Oh, he's missing out. Did he no. play Sonic the video game? I, I don't think so, honestly. So my, my boy, he's got that tablet that I hate. Uh, and, and we all, everybody in this house knows that I hate that tablet for all the reasons. Um, but he watches videos on there. And I guess people have been like recoding classic video games because it's Sonic, but he's in the brick world of Mario. Okay. And I just can't, I can't wrap my head around that. I'm, I'm not, I was not prepared for that as a almost 40 year old man. Um, that sounds good to me. You're insane. Can, can he, can he bust through the bricks? Can he, can he, does he, can he use the flowers? If I'm being hundred percent honest, I have never, I can't sit and watch. Like I, I can't watch Twitch. You know, there's so many video games and it's, it's unnerving. Uh, the, there are not videos, but uh, video games, but there are videos on YouTube and YouTube kids or whatever of like kids playing with toys. Yeah. But the unnerving part is like adults playing with toys and like keying, you know, uh, their target demographic is like kids, my, my boy's age. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. Like, oh, I, yeah. That, that part's weird. Yeah. I was fine, like, you know, playing, playing toys, playing, you know, X Men action figures whatever in, in a group uh or you know with a couple friends uh gi joe's things like that but like i don't want to sit and watch somebody else play with toys and i definitely don't want to sit and watch adults play with toys like it, it, and then i don't want to watch people play video games like i don't none of that is appealing to me i don't i don't understand apparently it's the biggest thing for kids right now is to watch other people play yeah. video games and play with toys like i told him i'm like you want to put that tablet away no I said, why don't you play with all these other toys? Oh, no, I don't want to. I said, okay, I'll give those toys away. No! So yeah. <laughs> play with the damn toys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Sonic no, 2 no, looks good. Sonic 2 looks yeah. good. <laughs> Idris Elba, right. who'd have thought? All right. So we have Sorry. so many things to talk about. There are so many things that connect with the last one. So this is the most recent one, I think. No, it's not the most recent one. But, oh, well, we're going to talk about it. Uh, Ms. Marvel trailer came out. It did. It did. I. This is what I think about. Of course, I'm, I'm. Even if I say anything bad about it, you know, I'm going to watch every single episode of it. You know, whenever it comes out. You're not allowed unique. to say anything bad about it, Mike. Otherwise, no, but, it'd be a big. Uh, no, this this isn't necessarily bad. I'm just saying, um, they. It definitely seems to target a much younger audience. I would agree. You know, almost kid audience. I think. I said, I mean, it's going to make it creepy when we're watching it at almost 40 and 40, Mike. Right, right. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I mean, kind of, you know, I mean, she is in high school, which granted, Spider Man, you know, was also in high school, you know, the Tom Holland version of it. Um, But like I said, this seems a little bit younger. Uh, I I like that they're doing a Ms. Marvel. I don't know much about Ms. Marvel except for the fact that. The Kamala Khan, the version they're doing, because there's several Ms. Marvel versions, the version they're doing, uh, according to the comics, actually got her powers from having an inhuman gene, which they're not going to do. It doesn't look like. Uh, it looks like in the trailer, it's the more technology based because she puts the bracelet on and it seems, I, I, I don't, the trailers can be misleading sometimes, 
we'll obviously find out when when the show starts. Uh, but that's what it seemed like to me. She put a bracelet on, and then all of a sudden she had you know cosmic powers. I I wonder. I don't disagree, but I almost wonder because it, it seems like if it's if the technology if, if it's technology based like you you theorize or or, or at least yes. discussing out loud, then it's like Tony Stark and okay, well she doesn't have the bracelet, she's just uh, Kamala Khan and walking around and, right, right. and no protect. So I wonder if she has these powers from whatever the source may be, mm-hmm. but the the bracelets or, or, or help her control the powers. Yeah. Control or even activate them somehow. Maybe. Yeah. No, because maybe, maybe it's like if anybody else puts these bracelet on, bracelets on, it doesn't do anything mm-hmm. because she has a certain, you know, gene or something like that. The inhuman you know? one, boys and girls. No. Yeah. Well, but I, they're, trust me, they're not going to say that, you know, uh, they pretended no. inhumans did, did not exist. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, something like that, you know, they, control it helps control it, help activate it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't I don't disagree. Um my thing is like I know nothing about this character. Mm-hmm. Um except that apparently she's very divisive. <laughs> oh really? Um not well because it, when when people of a certain, how do I say this? Is it, is it, is it divisive because of her ethnicity? Yes. Oh, it, okay. So here's the thing. Anybody listening right now, uh, if you don't like it, uh, shut up. Don't watch it. No. Uh, right. You're stupid. Well, and I'm not disagreeing with any of that. Um, yeah. But I think there was a certain segment of the population that, oh, if we wanted, we wanted Miss Marvel, we wanted it to be, you know, like, rogue taking you know uh, captain marvel's powers and you know and again probably the same group that just doesn't like uh brie larson for uh the reasons well, that you know, it's also the same group that number one doesn't watch the movies anyway doesn't watch the tv shows anyway and definitely doesn't read the comic books anyway well but that's how rogue got her powers way back yeah, no no absolutely yes so, i know that but i i and then um, but my, my, and I don't have an issue with Ms. Marvel. Yeah. I think it's going to do gangbusters. You know, oh, yeah. I will, I will watch it. I just won't be as like invested in it. Um, even right. as I am like She-Hulk and the reason like, I, I don't know much about She-Hulk, but She-Hulk is tied to Bruce Banner, Hulk, mm-hmm. who's tied to a wider, you know, like, uh, region of the Marvel universe yeah. that, that I'm, I'm familiar with. And even though I have some Captain Marvel comics and trades that I've read, uh, I'm not outside of that in the movie. Like I don't have like, again, that's, I, I always look at this just one person. It's not a, a group necessarily. Mm-hmm. And then, so Ms. Marvel being more associated with that. And, and I think she's going by Ms. Marvel. Just, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm not anticipating to see Brie, Brie Larson in the show at all. No. Maybe I'm wrong. I, and I hope I am. Um, but I, I just have more, I don't like emotional investment in, in the She-Hulk character. Uh, but I also know that like She-Hulk has in comics, like uh, as ridiculous as it is, uh, the, the fastball special. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so like, there's a frame in, in or, or, you know, it, it, portion of i can't remember exactly where it's from it might be from like a, a civil war or some type of crossover event where 
Wolverine is perched on uh, She-Hulk's shoulder. <laughs> and, you know, the, the, the thing that Hulk, the thing that Colossus have all done, that, that fastball special. So that, you know, I'm not anticipating seeing the next <laughs> Wolverine and She-Hulk. But for whatever reason, you know, as minor as it is, I have more attachment to that character. I, like you, I'll still watch Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, and, and I, w- I hope that they grasp me and, 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 and uh, really get my emotional investment. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm but, sure they'll definitely try it, but they're also trying to get, you know, more people watching and maybe a different audience. Exactly. Watching exactly. It, I don't think know? I'm the target demographic no. for Ms. Marvel. So, no. Um, they know. They know. Wait, they got us already. They're they're trying to new people out, which I right. understand. Right. Uh, but those same thing of uh, Ms. Marvel is uh, yes, her name comes. So yeah, uh, her uh, Miss Marvel. The name does come directly from Captain Marvel. Like in the comic books and stuff, she was a fan of of Miss Miss Marvel or fan of Captain Marvel. Right. So that's what she gets her name from. So. But. Do they not have, and, and maybe it's not right at the beginning of Ms. Marvel's, you know, mm-hmm. like Ms. Marvel one, but they yeah. eventually have some crossover. In, in, in oh, the yeah. Comics, correct. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Now, moving right along. Before we wait, talk wait, wait. about, yes. I got to ask, did you wear your green yesterday for Green Lantern Appreciation Day? Uh, I did. Uh, you know, what's funny is it was pure luck that I did because. I was I, I was working as so I was t- I was teaching yesterday or yeah yesterday, and I always take put my outfits out the the night before and hang them up on my door so I don't waste time. And I just so happened to take out a green shirt. I did not even realize it was Green Lantern Appreciation Day. Uh, some people call it St. Patrick's Day. I don't know why. That's stupid. Um, uh, hold on, time out. As a, as a good. <laughs> Christian of the Catholic faith. I can't say it's stupid. Oh. And I also do love all things Irish. Um, okay. But it's fun because I knew what your reaction would be when I said happy Green Lantern Appreciation yeah. Day. <laughs> and I was like, I got some thumbs up and somebody's laughing. I bet I know who that is. <laughs> March 17th from here on out for Nerd United fans is going to be Green Lantern Appreciation Day. All right. And I think every March 17th, you should get a new Green Lantern tattoo. Ooh, that'll be expensive. Yeah. And eventually I will run out unless I die in three years. Oh, no, there's plenty. You know, you don't have to get them huge. You know, you get one on your chest maybe. And then, you know, other side of the chest, back, you know. What if I know how to instantly make myself more attractive? Okay. I will get Ryan Reynolds' face tattooed on my face. Oh, I see. I thought you were going something else. I thought you were going to say, I'm going to get the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern mask tattooed <laughs> on my face. No, you can. That's that's, you know, the power of the ring that that appears oh. uh, through willpower. You, you sure your your wife wouldn't like it if you got the mask on your face? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> OK, I would say, you know. Um, Some days yes. she barely likes looking at my face the way it is. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if we want to add anything ridiculous to it so all right so yeah so happy happy green lantern appreciation day but belated to everybody belated. yes super belated by the time you 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 get to this how, how uh, long do you think it's going to take me to edit this podcast mike oh it doesn't take you long to edit podcast takes me a while to find the time to edit the podcast. 
<laughs> well, that's true. That's true. Um, uh, real quick, yes. uh, pull, uh, pulling the uh, curtain back just a little bit. I took a phone call a couple minutes ago for my wife uh, who got off of uh, work earlier than I anticipated for her, your usual five o'clock. So she's going to go pick up the boys. Now, the only reason I'm still wearing pants is because I thought I had to go <laughs> pick up the boys. So uh, I'm very excited to end this recording so that I can take my pants off, Mike. All right. I'm going to put on shorts. Like, I ain't going to be running around with my ass hanging out when my kids get home. Nobody Share wants to your house. Do, do your thing, you know? No. Shame shame on you, Mike. So, hey, like I said, at the Mahashko house, maybe that's that was what you do. It's not. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, all right, so before we talk about what I finally saw that I can, I'm going to spoil, related to it, yes, don't shake your head. I'm definitely going to. Uh, shake your head. Don't shake your head. Uh, I'm confused. <laughs> I was I almost said that this, uh, shake your head was the name of a combo. No, I uh, just found out recently Paul Dano, who plays Riddler, uh, is writing uh, or is helping to write Riddler Year One. A comic book coming out in October. Now, when I first read it, that that statement, um, a really year one, I'm okay. I'm kind of intrigued. When they said Paul Dano, I did not think that okay. Oh, that's the person that played Riddler. Isn't there another comic book writer? Isn't there like a Paul Dini or something? Paul damn Dini. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of at first. I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. And do you know? why Paul Dini is most well-known in, in the circle of it, listeners and fans of, of this show? Um, it, 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 there's no way he was a guest on here. No, 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 no. But oh. I, I, as far as like nerd culture. Oh, nerds, yeah. Was he the one that did? Because I, I, I remember listening to him on Kevin Smith's podcast like years and years ago. Did he do the killing, killing joke or something like that? He did something with Batman. He uh, was co-created for Batman the Animated Series. Batman Animated. Okay. okay. Co-created Harley Quinn. Uh, that's that's right. That's where I know him from. Batman okay. Beyond. Yes. All right. That, so, uh, but it's not. Um, yeah. It's not him, though. <laughs> no, it's Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Yeah. Which still. Okay. I mean, you know, still might be good. You know, I, I, I believe he he knows that character, his version of that character, at least. You know, I feel he's done a lot of research onto it. So, you know, can I can I share? Yes, thoughts? yes. First of all, big Paul Dano fan. Uh, going all the way back, let's see if you remember this one, "The Girl Next Door." Sure. You don't remember? Like, Sounds familiar. Tim- I don't. Timothy Oliphant. Uh, Timothy uh, Oliphantastic. Yeah, that too. You and know what he was. Uh, you know what he was really good in? I don't know if you've seen it or not. I think, yeah. Are um, you going to say Swiss Army Man? No. Oh. Although you've mentioned that one before. I have. Uh, Prisoners. Never watched Prisoners. Dude, watch it. Alicia Cuthbert, Emil Hirsch, Paul Dano, Olivia Wilde in a small role, and others. Uh, the Girl Next Door 2004, The Teenager's Dream Comes True. Uh, when a former porn star moves in next door and they fall in love. Wait, let me see a... I'm going to have to look at like a poster of it. I'll, I'll get you the poster. You just talk. 
Oh, I was going to say, um, we're talking about prisoners. Uh, if you, if you like Paul Dano, now I don't want to spoil anything at all, but you'll, you'll, you'll like prisoners. There's also, um, Hugh Jackman in there. Huge Ackman? Yes. One Hubert James Jackman. Uh, and some, and someone else. I can't remember. But regardless, I saw, I think it was on Netflix at some point in time. Um, I'll tell you what. Oh, I've seen, I have seen The Girl Next Door. Yeah, I have seen the it. The Swiss Army Man, uh, which at one point was available free, included with your Prime Video, was so joyous for a movie starring two guys, Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe. Or, as we have, I mean, that's how I you know, consider it. Obviously, there are more than two people in it, but uh, <laughs> Paul Daniel Radcliffe. Ah, yes. Um, so it's for whatever reason that movie sticks out to me. It's absurd, it's ridiculous, and it's tremendous in all the ways. I'll tell you what, in what is probably going to be perceived as a spoiler, but that's where we're going anyway. I, for I, let me, I'll back burner that to say, do we need a Riddler year one? Need no, because if you think about it, like in the movie The Batman, yeah, really just kind of pops up out of nowhere, starts yeah. off in dudes, uh, and ladies, however, yeah. he deems appropriate, and then he's captured, and, and that's it. But we also kind of have Riddler in Gotham, you know, Riddler's beginnings yeah. in Gotham as well. So I don't know, I, I, I see this being like more of a limited run than. You know, forever. Like I, I give oh, it yeah, six, six or ten issues. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't. Yeah, I say all that to say this: Paul Dano, as a human being, is looks. And of course, everything's going slow now. Um, he is thirty-seven years old. That is correct. And I'll be dipped. If in parts, I'm not going to say what parts, mm-hmm. uh, but in parts of that movie, The Batman, if he doesn't look like he's about 16. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, this guy is going to work forever. I know he always kind of is, is maybe typecast, perhaps, is, you know, a little awkward, a little goofy. Yeah. But is only he could he could play a high schooler 20 years from now. Yeah. He's, you know... It, Oh, Dan, I wait. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, all right. Are we, do you have any more for uh, really one more related? Oh, not for year one. No, okay. No. All right, everybody, uh, that is our show. Yeah, uh, good luck. Thank you. So- yeah, yeah. What? What, uh, what, what, do you, what is going on here, Mike? Are you taking over? No, no, get that microphone corner out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So before we spoil uh, the Batman, uh, I want to talk about possible batman 2 without spoiling it because i'll tell i'll tell you when there's spoilers because i'm not not a spoiler but it's supposed to be a trilogy there's uh rob i re- signed, found this out robert pattinson a robot robot bat and bat signed on for a trilogy and I, by the way i say robot bat and bat with love because he's a really good batman um but with, so there's got to be a villain obviously in batman the batman 2 the batmans um 
And there's one Nicholas Cage came out recently and said that he wants to play. He has a take on it that he would love to be in the sequel as Egghead. Which I don't even know if Egghead was ever in the comics. Egghead was for sure in the Batman 66 version. Do you know without looking it up? Yes. Do you know who played Egghead? Vincent, Vincent Price. Nice. So he has been in comics. Oh, okay. created for the, the show. And then, you know, uh, similarly to, I guess, a Harley Quinn. Oddly right. enough, not as, as popular, um, but did transition into comics. Um, if I can find his... Uh, nope. Carry on. All right, but regardless, that's you know, are they going to do that? I, mean, I don't know. Who knows? There's. I think whenever a movie becomes popular, then you have a lot of celebrities going, "Oh, actually, I want to be now. I want to be in this." Well, and you see it a lot, like briefly. I mean, I don't know if you saw just the reports yesterday, day before, but Kirsten Dunst thinks it'd be a great idea to bring her version of MJ into the MCU. Oh, of course she does. Now that could be because Kirsten Dunst probably hasn't worked in 15 years and she needs a paycheck. Who knows? But, I think I think she's worked in the last 15 years. I think I think she's fine with money. Now you, without looking, you think of two movies, one movie that she's been in in the last 15 years. Uh, she was in uh, The Way That It Is. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I didn't. Even, I don't even have to look it up. I just waited for no, your reaction. You. It's a classic, classic <laughs> Kristen Dunst movie. Kristen Dunst? Yeah. Let's start. Oh, we're talking about Kristen Dunst? Oh, never mind then. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about Kristen Dunst. Um, oh, okay. Oh, she hasn't been anything. <laughs> So she needs the money. But uh-huh. yeah, right. So many uh, uh, actors, thespians, if you will, have come and been like, I'd love to be a superhero. Well, no shit. So would I. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I could probably act just as good as you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be out here on social media begging for work. Just saying. Uh, but I forgot what we were talking about now. Oh, you're talking about no, Chris, you know, Kirsten Dunst, just off the top of my head, is 39 years old. Wait. Date of birth? Uh, April 30th, 1982. She's older than me. All right. So she can have whatever she wants. And by the way, she has been in something recently. The Power of the Dog. I, did, I didn't watch it. I, is, Chad, is that watched, the... it. Chad oh, watched so, it. So, yeah, I'm not going to watch The Power of the Dog. I, mean, I, I have no... It's it, The way it was, Chad didn't describe it as anything fun to watch he said it was really slow if I, if I remember correctly benedict cumberbatch yep so uh let's get to it greg uh wait i forgot i was gonna say something else that old that old mind is, is the trying. batman the batman 2 mm-hmm. the batmans batmans yep um, let, let's before we move on to what you came here to do, which is ruin people's joy. That's what I love doing. It's important to note. Spoiler. Okay. You can't do a Batman too because Batman's killed at the end of the Batman. 
That's our show, everybody. That would be very odd if they did that. Yeah. And yes, I had to think about it for a second. I'm like, did I miss something? <laughs> Zombie <laughs> Batman. Uh, but okay, kind of a question for uh, uh, Batman's. Uh, if you could choose a, a, a villain for Batman's Batman Two, what do you choose? And you know, um, because the one I think they're going with, I don't want, and we'll talk about that in a, in a, a later. I in this world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In this world, I mean this. This is probably as grounded. Yeah. Of a you know, so it's tough to get you know like too fantastical with anything, but it's also Hollywood. It, it, and here's the thing: I don't think they're going to go. I, I'm sorry, Nick Cage. This is oh, this is a point I wanted to make earlier. They're not going to do Egghead. No. They're going to do one of the tried and true, widely known and recognizable villains because now they have, I mean, they had a name, but now they have a commodity. They have yeah. a guaranteed money maker. So they're not, they're not going to go, you know, like Calendar Man or, you know, anything ridiculous. Right. They're going to play it safe, sadly. Yeah. But I think there's a way. To do Mr. Freeze, but you take that, you know, speaking of uh, Paul Dini, you take the Heart of Ice storyline from Batman the Animated Series, and you showed the tragedy behind that character. I think that would be an interesting way to go about it. No, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. That's probably be the one that I would choose in, in this world. I would love it if if we could have a clay face, but I, I don't see how that happens in, you know, because there's, and I don't think this is a spoiler, but there's no other like real superheroes in this world. You know, it's not like you have uh, a Superman or something like that where you could go like, yeah, Batman's grounded, but there are people with power. So here's Clayface. Right, right. You know? Yeah, and, and that's the thing too is, you know, we got, and I think, are we are we going to get into the spoilies now? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Spoils, spoilers, spoilers. I, I think one of the things that kind of chaps my ass a little bit about this movie, this version of the Riddler is like, the Riddler's name is Edward Nigma. Right. For a reason. Right. That's the, that's the point. Yeah. Uh, and so I almost thought, and, and I thought they were, were, okay. So again, spoilers, everybody like Josh, like you're probably not listening to this anyway, cause it's not August. Um, but, but uh, spoilers from here on out, all things, the Batman, they did a really nice job. I thought of leaving some, a little crumb trail to make you think of Tommy Elliott. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they mentioned his dad uh, whose name evades me now, but I thought they, I look, we had question marks from the beginning. So we, we all kind of instinctively uh, turned our attention to Riddler. Um, But 
there was a, a part of me, even sitting in the theaters, I'm like, are they like secretly doing a little like are they are they trying to slide in hush a little bit? Right. Um, so yeah. Edward yeah. Nigma is the Riddler. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you think about the Riddler character? Here's what I, while you're thinking of that, uh, I I kind of wish that at the end, I, I wish he wouldn't have like freaked out. Like I, I think of Riddler as a, a genius who knows everything, fig- has figured everything out. Yeah, and yes, Batman can defeat him, of course. Um, but he's not, you know, because at the end, th- this Riddler character was like, no, you're defeating me. And it's like right. freaking out and stuff. I didn't like that too much. Also, and they kind of teased it a little bit with him knowing that, he, you, at first you think that, oh, Riddler has found out that Batman is Bruce Wayne because he's sitting there going, Bruce Right, and but what what you find out is he he thinks Batman is on his side. He, right. he thinks they're do, teaming up, doing it together, and he's saying Bruce Wayne is the last one we haven't gotten yet. Yep. Um, I like it in, the, and I forget which comic book. It was a nice little curveball yeah, there. Yeah, it was. It was, but I like it in, uh, in one of the comic books. I one of Batman comic books I read. Uh, Riddler does know who Batman is, but he also knows that oh, if I tell anybody, then it's not a secret I have anymore for myself. And, and I think there is like he, he almost, but there, I, yes, you're right. But yeah. I believe there's also like a, a, a story or an arc or something where somebody finds out and then they want to like tell the Joker and, yeah. and this particular version of Joker's like, no, don't, don't, you'll right. ruin my fun. I don't want to know, yeah. <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Um, and I can't, I can't place the story now. So I, I apologize to all of you loyal listeners out there in podcast land. Um, I, you're right. There was like, like the the fact that they like got into the dark web, and you know they're all looking for what we in this world essentially would. It, correct me if I'm wrong. What, but that climactic scene when they're in the uh, arena and everything, the people up on the on the drop down scoreboard, those to me, I mean, I'm, I'm going back to one of our favorite words here from years gone by. Those to me look like a bunch of incels. Oh yeah, no, oh, absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they they were armed, I guess. You know, no. that was I, I was kind of surprised by that because I the Riddler gets captured and I assume that's the end of the movie or there's going to be like maybe 20 minutes of, you know, cleanup kind of. Mm-hmm. And I look at my, my phone, you know, click real like, quick. I'm like, oh, we still have an hour left. Right. Yeah. That's what I, I did the same thing. I like, I, uh, I, I looked, I'm like, Oh, there's more. And yeah. while the movie itself, and I think I talked about this last week, while the movie itself was three hours, yeah. um, I felt the pacing was good. You know, good. It, it didn't good. feel like three hours. And I know in my non-spoiler review, I, I mentioned that uh, um, I don't think there's anything you could necessarily take out of the movie. Like, do you, I feel like everything in there had a purpose. Was there anything yes. that you would necessarily like, oh, I could have done that. I could have trimmed three minutes here or something like that. 
I, I mean, I think, yeah, you could have trimmed some stuff um, and not saying it, it yeah. <laughs> Not saying you need to necessarily, but it did like the the third act, I guess, with the you know the Riddler gang coming out. I don't know. I feel that like maybe that could have been trimmed a little bit, but if, if whether you put it in or take it out, I'm I'm not complaining about it. Some of the uh, detective work mm-hmm. that was kind of nice to see again. That was good. Um, yes, we really hadn't seen the de- the detective. Uh, that was like street level because you yeah. know in the dark night he's using a lot of like Wayne tech to right. try to find the Joker and things like that. But he's also like being airlifted out of Hong Kong. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah, yeah. You know, there there's I like that I like that this was grounded. Um because I feel like you know again with without having powers, Batman's you know, he he's he doesn't need to be tapping too much into mm-hmm. his you know uh Wayne Tech side of things you know right and I you know I didn't never I never bumped up against that in like Batman Begins or anything no. you know um, but I like that the Batmobile was just a souped up muscle car yeah and that it had some performance issues yes yes I feel like me and the Batmobile are you know when <laughs> when we're when we're going strong we are prime vehicles, but sometimes we sputter out of the gate. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah, I like. I mean, he did use a little bit of technology, but not much. Uh, he had the the video contacts. Those are tremendous. And I yes. saw Scott Snyder, uh, the uh, writer from Batman New Fifty Two, uh, mm-hmm. with Greg Capullo doing the art. He said that you know, like he got. Now I'm not going to say emotional, but. He kind of popped a little bit when he saw it because that's taken directly from his work. And there okay. were a couple of other small elements that they that they took from Snyder's run on Batman. Uh, but those contacts, those recording contacts were like prime examples of of tech that that was borrowed directly from that comic book. So that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and, like, and you talked you talked about this uh, last week in announced whether you said he he has a notebook where he take figures out you know takes notes about everything that happened the night before and stuff, and while he's looking at the video, and he can zoom in on certain things and mm-hmm. figure out you know the riddles and stuff like that. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about this version of Batman or Bruce Wayne. We find out that, and he says very distinctly, this is the second year he, he's been doing this, you know. Uh, I, I find this version of Batman much different than the other versions we have out there. And the fact that he does not care about being Bruce Wayne. He hasn't right. figured out how to be Bruce Wayne. It does not matter to him. Where, you know, you're a Christian Bale, whatever, still, you know, they always say, you know, Bruce Wayne's the actual mask. Right. Uh, but they figured out that, you know, Bruce Wayne, you know, uh, Christian Bale knows, okay, I got to play the role of the the billionaire right now. I got to do this. Yeah. You know? He's, he's, uh, when, when they're in the hotel and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry, your guests can't be in there. It's not a pool. He's like, oh, well, I just bought this hotel. Right. We're going to be making some changes to the, uh, fountain policies or, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. This, yeah, this, uh, this, this version, he's not throwing money around. Mm-mm. Um, you know, and it was it was different. I don't, you know, because even in like 
a lot of people still find that Batman the animated series is the most beloved iteration yeah. of Batman. But like that Bruce Wayne was out and about. You know, he he was yeah. and of course, as it is, because it's Gotham City, he's leaving to you know go and, and save the city, you know, save yeah. people who need help. But um whoop. You almost hit the squirrel running across the road. Yeah. Well, did you? No. Okay. You ran away. That's good. Did mom hit her brakes and let the squirrel get across safely? Yeah. Okay. And then what I was going to say with with this, because you talked about, um, you know, the, the other Bruce Wayne's being out and about. Like I said, this one doesn't care. In fact, this one doesn't even want to make appearances. Right. Because, right. um, you know, they're like, hey, you really should. These are investors. And he's like, I don't care. I have to do this. And that's it. Obviously, you know, later on, I think he's going to, you know, in, in year five, whatever, he's going to figure out that I, in order for me to be Bat- the Batman, I have to be the Bruce Wayne. You know, do you think by year five, he'll get a haircut? God, I hope so. Gee, that's the worst. I- that is the okay. one thing I was just like, uh, man, why? And I, I kind of get it a little bit like he doesn't even care. No, about you don't. No, no, I know. It's, it's like, you know, he, he, all the thing is, his whole focus is on being the Batman. Who cares about, you know, showering, you know? <laughs> do, you, do you think now I know this is like to an extreme, but like mm-hmm. kids, when when they get a new toy, it becomes their obsession. Yes, you know, yes. And they play with it for, you know, a few weeks, a, a couple months, whatever it is. I feel like being the Batman is his obsession. Oh, yeah. And so he, that's where he's like devoting all of his time and energy. But eventually he's going to be like, you know, Alfred's right. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, like you said, I'm going to need a shower. Right. I'm going to need a haircut, yeah. please. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to have to go out and, and be, because like when he, I guess he popped out for the funeral. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're like, oh, my gosh, it's right. Bruce Wayne. We yeah. haven't seen him in 15 years. Yeah. It's a bunch of ridiculous bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I know we don't have much time left because I have a feeling there's going to be at some point in time, there are going to be a bunch of kids and uh, uh, wife popping through the, the door. Do you, do you want to know how I have a feeling that you know that? Yes. Because my wife called again. <laughs> and uh and this time yeah they're on their way home so they'll probably be home in a few minutes but yeah so just one other thing i kind of want to say is uh uh, catwoman on here which i'm technically selena kyle um was i not right wasn't that tremendous uh drop dead gorgeous okay drop you have to be that guy i was just i was talking about the performance gorgeous i was talking about uh uh the character amazing, amazing performance you know what's what's uh, i in, you can see her in uh, crimes of grindelwald i too. could you're uh, like i'm not i could i'm not gonna I'm going to but i could <laughs> um with, with with catwoman the the christian not christian bale i mean it was it was in christian bale's movie he christian bale didn't play catwoman though i don't know if you know that and hathaway and Hathaway, they kind of did the, the thing with where you flip the goggles up and the, the cat ears. Mm-hmm. And here they do it where it's just kind of like bumps in the, the, the stocking mask. Yeah. And it works. Right. It, it, was, it was perfect. Um, 
Oh, well, I was gonna say, it, it, there's another uh, kind of homage to Scott Snyder uh, and, and his work on, on Batman because towards the end of the movie, spoilers again, where, you know, they, they have their little tryst, whatever it is. And then she's yep. like, you know what? This town's getting too hot. I got to bail. Uh, and she's like, and I know where your heart is. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's something that is said to Bruce Wayne or Batman. I don't believe it's necessarily by Selena Kyle in the comics, but like, no, yeah, you're, you're completely involved. Uh, it's just that the, per- the, the entity that you're involved with and, and you're in love with is Gotham city. You yeah. Know? yeah. Uh, so that's where, you know, that, that was another thing I was just reading that article um, about Scott Snyder and, and a couple of parallels, a couple of pieces that they drew from his his works. Yeah. Zoe Kravitz uh, was terrific. And again, I, I stand by my my statement. I know she got passed up uh, for BS reasons uh, in yeah. The Dark Knight Rises, but they gave her so much more to do. And I think it, it, it was vastly better. Uh, because I, I feel like her Selena Kyle is, is tr- 10 times better than Anne Hathaway. Um, oh yeah. And, and she's an attractive lady. Yes. Yes. She is. Mikey likey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we had a shirt, oh, man. Mikey likey, <laughs> uh, anything else that you want to ruin for, uh, uh, the Batman for anybody? Uh, no. I mean, there's there's a lot, but no, yeah. So, all right, well, that'll do it for this episode of Nerds United, and we uh, wrap it up as the garage door goes up and the dog barked in the background. So, Mike, thank you as always. It's tremendous visiting with you. Appreciate your flexibility and uh, and your overall friendship. Good, thank you, thank you. Same. He's the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. I'm Greg Mahachka. We remind you this week and every week to be kind and rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.